0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley campus May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party! Reserve your spot at eomega.org/party
1: today. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of soulful living here at Empower Radio. I'm going to do something a little different than I would normally do. I'm going to read you a quote, first from my guest, Teo Alfaro, and then I'm going to read a quote from Helen Hunt. I'm sure many of you have heard of her, Academy Award winning actress. Um, So Teo's quote Wild for me means being in your heart because the heart is already wild. It's already abundant, already progressive, loving, inclusive, giving, generous and collaborative. It's just that we're rarely led from that place. We rarely trust that place. This is what wolves teach us to lead from our hearts. We need only to receive their message. And the quote on his page, his um, endorsement, I would say, from Helen Hunt is a testimony of his beautiful work is, In the hills of California, a team of people led by Teo Alfaro, are healing the human beings and the world, one wolf at a time. Wolf Connection, which is the title of Teo's book, is the story of how at-risk wolves and at-risk human beings are held by coming together to serve each other and the ancient connection between them. Like being with these wolves, reading this book nourishes and reminds us that we support and are supported by this ancient partnership. She said it's a beautiful book and I have been reading it um, stop and start because I got really emotional around it and it is beyond a beautiful book. I'm so honored to be sharing a conversation with Teo. So welcome to Soulful Living, Teo.
0: Thank you, Terry. Thank you for having me. It's an honor.
1: Normally I do a much shorter introduction, but I really wanted the listeners to know um, how passionate you are and how passionate I felt about Diving into this book so thank you for bringing it to the world and with that can you give the listeners a little bit of um of a history on how this actually came not just the book but the wolf connection itself your work
0: well the um the easiest way to talk about that is is uh, is talk about uh, fate and talk about destiny because it wasn't something that i Envisioned, or I had in my in the forefront of my consciousness. I many years ago, in my in my early 20s, I, I pledged my life to raising consciousness on this planet. And in this, on the heels of that, I pledged my life to um, serving the next generation. I, I felt that the most effective way to raise consciousness would be to to leave a legacy of it. So those things I knew how would that, mat- mater- uh, how would that um, you know, materialize in my life? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was teaching, I was traveling, I was uh, lecturing and um, a little wolf dog mix puppy literally fell on my lap. Uh, you know, a friend of mine, was trying to, 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 to sell pup, wolf puppies. I mean, you know, I didn't have a clue about, about the world and of wolves and the world of illegal pets or any of that. So I, I ended up rescuing an animal from him. And um, reluctantly, I must add. And then, and then I, I, I had a continuous search to find ways to uh, empower the next generation, to help people to open up. And, and trust themselves and the world around them. Um, and I began looking for a playmate for this little wolf puppy that I, that I got. And that led me to find uh, a group of 16 wolves and wolf dogs um, in a hoarder facility uh, that needed help. And uh, Instead of adopting one, I um, stayed and volunteered and helped taking care of those animals. And within within a few months, I, I think it was three months or so. I, um, on a total whim, I ended up taking all sixteen of them. And and uh, and, and you will you will love this. Actually, what happened was I, I was one morning talking to the person that um, was the, the owner of the place where these wolves are being were being held after being rescued from this hoarder and. Talking about the weather, and then all of a sudden these words come out of my mouth. I I say, you know, all my life I wanted to start a Wolf Century. And and 20 years later, I still don't know who spoke through me, where those words (laughs) came from. It was not, it was not a a thought that I have ever formulated in my mind. I was not an, an idea, or certainly it was not true that all my life I wanted to do it, or at least consciously. And but those, the words were spoken with, with, uh, deep sincerity, uh, compassion and conviction to the point that this person, uh, you know, said, sure, I'll, I'll help you. I'll teach you what I know about, about of animals. And so she did. And, and I never looked back. So it, it was a, um, a longing spoken through me, or maybe it was the wolves speaking through me, who knows? I, um, So that's how how our connection started. It started in a a magical way.
1: Well, and it's been such a magical journey from what I've read uh, the whole time. You know, one beautiful, uh, conscious, elevating experience after another, and not just for you, for anybody that really came in contact with the sanctuary. There's so many stories that you share. I mean, I have to be honest, as I was reading them, I became so emotional. I had to stop. Um, I had to stop reading and really allow myself to connect with the messages that were being shared through each person that whose stories you talked about. And so You have succeeded on this magical journey. I think maybe far beyond what you ever expected.
0: Far beyond, far beyond to the point that you know it is in it is in the book. But this uh, this project uh, brought my wife to me. Now we have a beautiful, almost five-year-old, you know, baby girl. Um, It has brought more joy and fulfillment and um tireless uh purpose uh that i i could have ever anticipated um yeah no it's been a you know many times i'm wondering if i'm doing it for the wolves or for myself
1: well if you read you know reading the book you're doing it for each other right yeah you're doing yeah. it for each yeah. other and um So I, I, as a shamanic practitioner, wolf is definitely one of my, um, my spirit helpers. My, I I feel like I'm part of the wolf tribe and I've felt that way since I was a child, the wolf and the bear. And so I'm sure that's a huge part of why this book spoke to me so much. Um, and yet I, I understand that, that walking with each other through the eons, you know, you, in the book you talk about this cosmic dream that you had well this dream that you had i think it's in the cosmic chapter one of your 12 principles where they came to you and you know shared that you are one you know we are one we walk hand in hand together and um, can you talk a little bit about that
0: sure sure i mean that that's um th- that chapter the in you know, chapter 6 the cosmic wall of all the, the- chapter that originated the book mm. and I was going to start the book with that chapter and then and then the my my publisher and editor thought that um I was gonna uh, you know anybody that would not connect to that level of esoteric message would uh, you know would not continue reading mm-hmm. so so it was uh, apparently it was a little more um accommodating to put it later in the book and build up to it Mm-hmm. and then that that experience that I had with the wolves, you know I put it in there the, the wolves clearly uh, gave me the instructions to not keep their message and pass it on, so the writing of the book was initiated but by, by that vision so um, to make it uh, to make it sure for your listeners um, in, in a, a few years back, I had a um, I mean, I have a, a I do dreaming. I, I dream a lot in, 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 in the shamanic sense. And um, a specific night I, I received uh, was met with a presence uh, that identified themselves as wolves, It's a collective consciousness of uh, fed by every wolf that ever existed and, and, and will ever exist. And they they explain the the journey of humanity. They explain that we came as a single uh, beam of consciousness together, wolves and humans. We, before we were they were wolves, and before we were humans. And then the disassociation, the, the you know the uh, the separation of consciousness was the onset of um, uh, coming into a physical body. And then we became like twin. Twin vibrations, and continue our journey for for millennia together, um, in a way that we um, help each other. We assisted in in in, a, in the physical way and in the non-physical way. And um, they go on to explain when and how and why we created self-reflection or the ego as a as a survival mechanism. And then you know in the in the urge. To keep us safe, the ego began spinning um, out of out of uh, balance, out of center, and uh, that created a fog of where, so we forgot really our origins, and we've been in that fog, in that fog since, trying to find our way through the fog. And and many of the I don't know if I, um, I didn't go on to to explain much of this, but um, many of the modern technological advancements that we are creating um, are are an unconscious way to try to recover what we lost, like uh, communication at a long distance, uh, the way we are communicating now, um, the ability to travel in certain ways, flying, um, and the ability to access um, cosmic consciousness and and knowledge. We, We used to have a direct access to knowledge And now we're trying to replicate in a very rudimentary way. It's called the web. Right.
1: Right. That net. Well, I remember watching, I mean, that really doesn't have much to do with the book, but I remember watching ancient aliens. That show always gets me. Um, But, you know, they were talking about how on hieroglyphics, they had really had evidence of humans flying and um, so many other things that we have lost. I think that, really one of the beauties of that message that you shared is that, you know, we are connected. We're connected to something greater than what we see in this physical reality. And that, um, when we are open to seeing beyond it and allowing ourselves to tap into that vibration and that feeling that, life will change, not just for us, but every being on the planet.
0: Yeah. Yes. And, and the fact that we actually need to do all this work in order to recover what we already have is part of insanity. Of course, we need to do it because there is no other way at this point. Right, but um, you know we are the only species in the in the natural kingdom that does needs to do all this inner work, and transformational, right. and awakening, and all that. I mean, nature is awoken, you know. It's that's a natural state. They're connected to everything. And um, well,
1: you really provide some beautiful scientific research and data on wolf packs and how they move through the world, and yes. and um you know, it's not just an esoteric book, you, you provide hardcore evidence of how the wolves move through the world. And, um, from that have created these really beautiful principles. You know, I loved, um, how at the last portion of the book, you kind of reiterated the principles and you, um, put in there uh, a howl in action, you know, ways that you can incorporate these principles into your own life. And yes. that developed through what you've witnessed over these last so many years.
0: Sure. And, uh, you know, the, what the wolves carry, which is what I was hoping to accomplish with the book. And I, I think I did to an extent is, is a trans, a, a transference, a transmission of presence. Mm-hmm. So they have a certain way of being, of just occupying this world that that is um, impactful. And I wanted to create uh, somewhat that transmission with the book. So at the end, in the last chapter, I give a few practices that I I was aiming to just make it real and simple for the reader, and and um, and go beyond the you know limit limiting thought of. Well, I need to have a pack of wolves in order to connect with any of these. And no, you don't. Um, it's just uh, a way of just slowing down, um, connecting nature, connecting with the nature around us. You don't need to be in the middle of the forest to do that. And then connecting with the, um, the vibration of the wolves through some of the dogs that we can have a lot more accessible.
1: Yeah, you know, you one of the since we're talking about, you know, uh, connection and communication, one of the principles, Wolf Principle 8, is about effectively communicating. And and you provide some, you know, really nice tools to be able to incorporate new ways of communication. And yet some of them are so simple. Um, even 7, you know, wolves... Principle seven, wolves use their individual gifts and talents for the benefit of all. And you talk about the simplicity just in giving and receiving and how you've witnessed that within the wolf community.
0: Yeah. 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 The wolves uh, don't question themselves. So there's an ownership that is uh, free of self-reflection of ego. I mean, we have these for a lot of um, um, people in the journey of discovery or raising consciousness. It's a it's a long stage in which the um, um, trying to avoid being in ego creates further self doubt. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're constantly questioning ourselves. Well, it is from ego. I don't want to. I don't want to over. You know, is it, it, so. It's a it's a self hesitation around owning yourself and owning the space and owning your gifts and owning because that would be from the ego. So the wolves have that there's no doubt they have this this um uh natural ownership of who they are and and where they live and and what their their gifts and messages and energy is without um this uh kind of kind of uh energy so um if nothing else i mean almost like uh, it, not even addressing the ego, if we are able to read ourselves or move past our self-doubt, that would be all we need.
1: Well, it's interesting because uh, Remy and I were talking, Remy, my producer, listeners, just in case you didn't know that. And and again, let me just reiterate to everybody, I'm having a conversation with Teo Alfaro. And we're talking about the Wolf Connection and the community that he's built a uh, wolf therapy program to help people from all over. Um, but Remy and I were talking about something very similar, you know, how we as humans, um, we overthink, you know, we, we, we beat ourselves up. We do so many things and we have doubt where if we were just present, which I think is such a huge message in the book about being present and observing and allowing, uh, that, that our life would shift, shift tremendously. And one of the other things that, I really wanted to say is that, you know, the message, um, even from Helen Hunt that I read was about um, at-risk wolves and at-risk humans. And something that you talk about in the book is that we're all at risk, right? Every day we're at risk of something. So these principles can do nothing but benefit you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of us is at risk of not living a full life. Yeah, you know, living a, a, a life with the, all the potential that we were meant to express. So, um, you know, thinking that um, you know, there's in the mountains, helping uh, using foster care or in gang members or in prison, and do for them, and I know uh, I don't need it. That that's part of the confusion.
1: Right. Yeah, because it's something that we all need, and. Yeah. Each of the principles, um, I mean, you don't have to study a wolf pick to realize that these principles are so simple and it's so beautiful that you've had this gift of of observing and being present with them yourselves so that you could take this insight and knowledge and inspiration out into the world and help people at, at the soul level.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned presence earlier. You know, um, I'm not, I'm gonna say nothing new. We are, as humans, we we live and live from the head, and mm-hmm. the walls is all about heart energy, and the heart, the heart is present naturally. So we don't really. I mean, all we need to do is really just shift the energy from from, you know. To bring it down <laughs> about about you know, 12 or 14 inches and and that's that's all the presence we need the heart is present the heart is silent it's not designed for chatter and the head is designed for chatter so if we mm-hmm. try to figure out our way into presence figure out our way to practice figure out our way into meditation will is part of the same trap
1: mm-hmm Yeah. They don't just, they don't get all that. You know, I I have uh, dogs that live with me and I'm going to kind of get off track for a second. One of the quotes that you said in there was um, people say, oh yeah, it reminds me of my connection to my dog or something along those lines. I I don't remember the exact quote, but really it, it reminds me us of our connection to wolves and my dogs certainly look like wolves and they follow me everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah, but, um, it it really does come down to being present because we don't have that. I mean, we don't, we don't take the time to just let go of all the BS and be present.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a matter of, uh, it's a matter of focus. We haven't lost any of this. It's It's a matter of, um, as you know, a matter of emphasis, a matter of uh, where our energy is focused. And, and the way the wolf explained it to me, we went into this mental spin for a survival reason. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we
0: were facing an energetic threat and the way to consolidate into a physical body was a way for us to um, protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that, that, but that was in a long time ago and, and that um, um, became an imprint and and had a big cost, which is we disassociate ourselves from from most of our um, energetic abilities. But now it's time to reclaim that. Now it's time to reawaken
1: that. Mm, that gave me chills from head to toe. Really, that chills from head to toe. So beautifully said. Um, well, Taya, we've, we've got about, um, oh, maybe four minutes left. And you mentioned uh, before we came on the show, you mentioned that you had some uh, stuff coming up, some programs that you're going to be offering. And I'd love to give the listeners an opportunity to hear a bit about that. And I know they can find some info on the website, but uh, give us a little bit about what's coming up
0: well there are two tracks here we have wolf connection which is a non-profit where we rescue the wolves give them permanent sanctuary and then bring uh, all these risk populations uh, including corporate america (laughs) to come and and work with the wolves. Um, so for that wolfconnection.org we have some uh, public events coming up but we have some uh, um, uh, so we have events where people can come uh, with their families and then we have uh, workshops where people can come and learn the, the wolf ways. And then on my private practice on my special uh, I specialize completely opposite, I specialize on only a few students a year. We go really deep. And, um, and the people that study with me typically already have a good level of, um, I mean, they're doing great in their lives. They're not you know, stuck in the mud. Um, and I have a, I'm, I'm doing a, a, an intimate a retreat in uh, late October, early November or of ten or twelve. so informations on the website too.
1: And if people were interested then in uh, seeing your work or donating to the sanctuary or even visiting, is that a possibility through the websites they can find sure. that information? Well,
0: yeah, wolfconnection.org. We the best way to do that is to sign up to our newsletter, and follow us on social media. So, because we announce uh, as as we go, we announce uh, events and and workshops, you know, two three
1: months ahead. Awesome. Well, I can say firsthand, um, this has been an amazing book for me. I'm going to take a picture and send it to your publicist because I have so many. Um, tabs here to follow and (laughs) your life story, even with when you talked about your father, which we could have talked for two hours really to get the information out, um, kind of reminded me of some some of my own family experiences. So it's really been profound and I'm grateful that you were here sharing it. So listeners, I encourage you to grab the book, The Wolf Connection what wolves can teach us about being human. The 12 wolf principles are really simple and something that we should all incorporate into our lives. So, Teo, i love for my guests to leave the listeners with a the thought they can take out into the day to elevate their soul or raise their vibration. What would that be for you?
0: Well, I'm, I'm speaking to you here under this beautiful uh, maple tree So Mm. definitely for today, find a a time that you can connect with a a plant, a tree, the bird outside of your window. um, Allow them to create a pause in the day and all of a sudden they'll find that the the universe is a lot faster than we typically make it.
1: Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and I hope we can do this again.
0: I'm looking forward to that. Thank you for having me.